Ashley. Yep, that's me. And me. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I'll see you Tuesday. Bye. Haha, ha, we got Kevin. He's officially a guest on the podcast. The people have been waiting for Kevin. They're like, I wonder if Ash is going to get Kevin on the show. Well, look at yeah. that. He already on the show. No, someday I'm going to make him actually come on the show, but I want us to get better. Oh, for sure. I agree. And yeah. and we're gonna make him do it in studio with our pink lights and our pink everything. Oh, yeah. Like I know you haven't been here in a while, but we really hooked up the studio. Let me tell you. Exactly. I am trying to figure out when we're gonna get Joe Budden on our podcast. Oh shoot. Um, I didn't ask him yet, but why so. don't you just call him right now and we'll get him on the podcast like we did Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's a great idea. Hang on, let me just just see if Joe Budden will answer the phone. This is this funny. will be amazing. Oh. Joseph Button? Yes. Joe, Kevin Hart interrupted our podcast recording. I told Ashley I had celebrity friends too. In fact, I had the biggest podcaster in the world in my phone book, and I was going to see if I could get him on the show. And boom, I gotcha. I'm not playing with you. <laughs> Bye. Love you. Thanks for answering and appearing on Ask Ashley Podcast. <laughs> Bye. <Ashley>. Bye. <gasps> <gasps> that's yes. hilarious Kevin Hart and Joe Budden on one podcast episode best episode ever <laughs> and we're putting in the episode description Gary don't forget to put with live phone conversations with Kevin Hart and Joe Budden in the first sentence because I hear that's where all the meat needs to be sup girl how was your week we had our weekly digest this week and I feel like the men this week really shut us down on our theories about men. We named the episode Men Love Competition, and we basically came to the conclusion that men don't really love hoes because they love hoes or love the women. They just love the competition that is associated with a woman that everybody wants. Right. Well. Wrong. 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 Apparently men love hoes because they're hoes and because they're exciting. And that's really what it boils down to. Men love hoes because they're a good time. <laughs> they cited loving hoes because they're fun and free. Fun and free. They liked hoes because they're authentic and like not hiding who they are, not hiding their past, right. not hiding the things that they've been through. They're honest and intentional. Ooh, that's exactly the words they yes. used. Yeah, I listened. I think this is why we must need more men on the show because our guessing uh, obviously doesn't work. We were way off base. We're like, yeah, they like hoes because it's competition. It's not like they actually like hoes. No, they actually like hoes because they're hoes and hoes act a certain way and men like that. Yeah. And if you're a good, respectable girl, it's boring. So. So when we say like men love hoes and hoes are winning, they are. (laughs) And that's it. We did also ask, though, about turning a hoe into a housewife and if that can happen. And they were like, yeah, absolutely. You grow and mature out of it. And so they see hoes and they're like, she won't be a hoe forever. So basically where we're at right now is that. Go live your life, sis. Yeah, live (laughs) your life. Don't let people thinking you a hoe slow you down, sis. Do what you want to do. Because actually men like that. And apparently your whole facts can be deleted. You know what I disagreed with? And they said 
One of the guys said that being a hoe to him or being promiscuous or, you know, just doing what you want shows confidence. I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I would say that a woman that doesn't do that, to me, that shows confidence. I feel like being free and like doing whatever you want and putting yourself out there. There may be some insecurities that you're actually dealing with and you're overcompensating for it. So that's where I felt like the men had it wrong. And I didn't really like that because I was like, that's not fair because I know a lot of confident women and most of them are not hoes. So I think that was flip flopped. I 150% agree with you, sis. I think in order to let a bunch of men inside of you, there is a lack or a void of something that you're actually trying to fill. And I actually mean like fill. You literally <laughs> fill. Physically. Literally, physically, physically fill the it. hole inside of you. <laughs> all of the time. <laughs> yeah. So I would say that they were wrong there. But again, like, what do I know? Well, why didn't you say that in the room, Ash? I tried a few times, but I'm also not good at attempting to talk over someone. That's not like a strength of mine. I'll hang back and try and get it in. And then it just kind of missed its moment. Mm -hmm. So it's hard in those rooms sometimes because if there gets to be a strong personality or a couple, I'm not one to over talk over like, you know what I'm saying? So if you want to talk, sis, you talk. I think I do definitely think we had some strong personalities in there. I get yeah. <laughs> we like stopped moderating the room and the room was being moderated by the people on the stage, which is fine. Yeah, no, it was great because yeah. it's nice to hear other people's point of view. And I welcome it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I'm not going to try and fight because like, no, no, no. I got something to say. But <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Clubhouse is definitely for the kids in school that like always raised their hand first and always had something to say. That was me, which is why I work perfectly on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is your jam. I was never raising my hand. I had to be called on. I was going to try to get through this shit fast. Oh, you don't want to wait on people to answer. Correct. This guy can't read. You know he's slow as This one hasn't been listening. Why are we wasting our time? Just let me answer the question so we can move on to recess or to study hall. Sis, how good was that event on Monday? First of all, it was so much fun. And you know how I told you that I typically wake up with hangovers after those events? Uh, Hangover number four for me. (laughs) Ashley, I watched you get progressively drunker in the event. Like I watched you be from like normal Ash and like you slowly transitioned into drunk Ash. Now, you know, drunk Ash is like one of my favorites. You have no filter. You know, we talked about this on an episode, how when we get drunk together, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. Neither one of us can help the other. Like No, it's a it's a downward spiral. Our two and a half, three hour event ended up being four, almost four and a half hours. Was it? Girl, yes. It was so long. Oh my God. Do you think everyone had as much fun as us? Was there any feedback? Well, turns out from the feedback in my Instagram, it sounds like everybody had so much fun. People can't wait for the next event. You know, I, I'm anxious to get the video, but I feel like we talked about so many intimate subjects that I don't even know if I'll have that much video footage to share with the world. I want to protect everybody that was there and like the open, raw honesty that we had with each other. Yeah. So one thing we did different this go around that we didn't do before that I feel like we must incorporate into every ladies night now mm-hmm. is we did a competition with a giveaway, Euphoria, the uh, feminine wellness product. 
What we did is we did a sexual, sensual dance competition. <laughs> Basically, we put on a song and all of the women had 30 seconds to perform in the camera. We first, we did the whole big group and, you know, just like touch yourself in like sexy ways, show how you would flirt and like try to turn a man on and actually <laughs> judge for 30 seconds. <laughs> yes. And broke it down to the top five. And then the top five ladies went down to the top three. And then the last three ladies competed and they won an intimacy prize pack from Foria. And it was so much fun to see women let go of their inhibitions and like sexually wink and lick their lips and rub their shoulders and I don't know, even touch their nipples. Right. <laughs> yeah. I even remember one girl like had choreographed hitting the blunt into her whole like dance moves. And that really pushed me over the edge. I was like, that's amazing. Shout out to our three winners. They were Shelly, Lorianne, and Shazia. You guys were A+. plus. Congratulations on winning the Foria prize pack. And Ash, it's official. You met Shelly, who's going to be hosting the <gasps> Teach Me How to Twerk class. I can't wait. And she was fire. Like her moves. She had the whole chair routine. I can't wait. So I'm super excited for the next event on February 3rd. Teach me how to twerk. Ladies night followed by a four week build a booty boot camp. Yeah, you don't want to miss the next one, guys. We had a lot, a lot of fun. I binged Bridgerton. Yes. Okay. Did you love it or did you hate it? Because I can't take it if you hate Bridgerton. I don't know if we're going to be able to be friends anymore. I loved it. Yes! How amazing is it? Ash, that was one of the better shows I've seen in a very long time. I started watching it again. It's so good. And I don't ever rewatch stuff. I'm like obsessed with it. Okay. I do think it was good. Do I think mm -hmm. it was good enough to watch again within a week? I don't know. Sis. Well, it's been two weeks. Okay. 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 I still don't know if that makes it any better, but okay. <laughs> It's just another sign that I don't have a life. And or that cool. you're also getting old, making up words, rewatching yeah. television shows. Everything bad is happening to me right now. <laughs> I will say, though, I totally took your, you know, your advice and binged yeah. it. Yeah. How quickly did you binge it? A little over 24 hours, honestly, yeah. to get yeah. it done. And I realized as we got to like, you know, five minutes left in the last episode I started feeling really empty and really sad and really like, now what? And I realized I hate, this is exactly honestly why I think I hate Netflix and binging shows because I would have loved to watch that show week after week. I know. That's why I'm watching it again. Like it happened too fast for me, I think is the problem. Mm -hmm. And so at the end you feel very empty because you're like, it's done, but I'm not. So Correct. It's done, but I'm not. And you're right. Literally, yeah. me and my mom were watching together and I looked at her and she looked at me and I was just like, no. Did you watch the whole thing with your mom? I watched the whole thing with my mom. What yeah. did your mom think about the sex scenes? I don't, what do you mean? Well, I think, you know what? They weren't like super graphic, but what they, they were very intimate. Yeah, for sure. It's not every day that you see a guy eating out a girl on television. Exactly. Like, when he told her to like touch herself, there was a level of intimacy that I haven't seen on his show. It wasn't so graphic, but it, something, the way he talked to her, I was like, listen. Made you want to touch yourself, huh, sis? <laughs> I did. I was like, okay, I'm going to try to. <laughs> I will say that 
I was very interested in the beginning when I noticed that in the 18th century, there were all these black people that were a part of high society, of working class, of all different levels of the show. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that was super intriguing. And so that was really cool was to see black people in a period piece and they weren't just the help. And it made Mm -hmm. me realize that we could probably just rewrite history. If your girls saw that movie and didn't have the history books to tell them things, your girls Mm -hmm. would believe that black people and white people existed and coexisted and commingled in the 1800s in high society. Yeah. So it was interesting because I was intrigued by that too. So I started like doing a little bit of research about it online and basically that king and queen that are in the series were actually were an actual king and queen and the queen they say she had african features so like in the drawings of her and stuff from that time she was actually she looked more like that actual queen they didn't come out and say that she was but what they're saying in the history books and the paintings was that she she looked black wow Yeah. So that's interesting. No, absolutely. Super interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that we know the stories of our history books, maybe not necessarily being correct, but the fact that it's even documented that she was different, is probably Mm -hmm. all they could share of that at the time, you know, of course, but she looked black. I will say that spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you're going to watch Bridgerton, fast forward a few minutes. For those of you who haven't seen Bridgerton or didn't get to hear Ashley's uh, explanation of the show, it is basically about the season, the mating season, for lack of better words, of a high class society in London. And one of the most eligible bachelors of the show is the Duke of Hastings. And one of the young women that's in the Bridgerton family ends up being chosen and falling in love somehow accidentally as they were friends with the Duke of Hastings. All of that said, they run into their own issues and very quickly almost end up getting divorced until her mother has a conversation with her about love being a choice, which you know is one of our favorite conversations to have. For sure. And instead of leaving him or him leaving her, they basically kind of fought it out. Now, the reason why she wanted to leave him is because he did not want to bear a child for his own personal reasons. And so, Ash, I was a little torn because I did feel like sometimes romance novels and love movies and you know shows like this sometimes encourage women to stick around and fight it out because in the end love wins mm-hmm. but in reality ashley does love always win was it in, does it encourage people to like stay with men that maybe don't want to have kids because maybe one day he'll change his mind or stay with a man that you don't really love because, I mean, that doesn't really love you because you one day, if you wake up every day and you choose to fight for it, he will love you one day. Is that a false narrative? Yeah, I think that that is a false narrative because love doesn't always win. I think that love, I would say that love wins over 50% of the time. So I think in my mind, I believe that love wins more than it loses. Interesting. Yeah, I do feel that way. But what I will say that was interesting, you know, she kind of fought to like change a man or like you can change someone in a relationship. I saw that a little bit different because I believe that she wasn't necessarily trying to change him as much as she was trying to show him what love looks like because he had dealt with not being loved by his own father. And so 
What I saw winning is that love won over hate. He had all this hate for his father. He had made these promises and that was driving him. And But then the love that he had for her eventually won in the end. So I kind of saw it as love triumphing over hate. I, I think that is beautiful. And I do think <laughs> that that is a phenomenal way to look at it, really, truly. But also... Right. There are so many men in our society right now with a lot of emotional trauma, with missing father figures. Like so many men, particularly black men, have these have the same kind of issues that he has. And I just feel like it's dangerous. It's be- it's a beautiful love story for love to win over hate. It's like yeah. so incredible. You're right. It's yeah. makes my heart go. As someone who was in a relationship and felt like if I never gave up, that I w- it would work out. Mm-hmm. I don't love that narrative. I don't, I think that there's a little piece of, um, of what we share with women that should be that sometimes it doesn't win because it's not yeah. all fairy tales, you know, but I would not have loved for this show to end a different way. I think that this show was very whimsical and it was very much a fantasy and most of Shonda Rhimes shows are like, if you think about the love stories and most of her shows, that's very much what it is. I, I love to see that on TV, but no, I agree. Like, that's why we have our podcast and that's why we have events like your dear young queen events, because that's where you can get the real, what's, what, you know, what's real and what people are really dealing with. The TV show was just amazing. It was, it was amazing. (laughs) And if you guys listen, Ashley is two for two right now, I think on the podcast for suggestions. And so y'all should really start listening to them because Bridgerton, only eight episodes, really, really, really good. Ashley, I was giving you a Rotten Tomato score. Or yes. 99.9%. Great recommendation. Awesome. Great. And I Googled and it looks like there will be a season two. Wonderful. Now, I tried to help advance your uh, television segment on our show and I sent you the Netflix guide of all... I was wondering what that was. I definitely read through it and I was like, I wonder if she meant to send this to me. I was like, I was a little bit confused because there was no message with it or anything. It was just that. So I see that is what you were doing it for. And I appreciate that. I did read up and there honestly nothing on there looked like anything I want to watch. I think I got to do my own uh, deep diving. So, well, if you don't have a recommendation for this week, then I just have some TV news for you. The Sex and the City reboot is coming to HBO Max. Oh, my God. The article title that splashed across my phone said, Sarah Jessica Parker just confirmed a Sex and the City revival is coming to HBO Max. In a series of social media posts on Sunday night, three of the original stars of Sex and the City confirmed that a revival of the hit series is coming to HBO streaming services, HBO Max. Sarah Jessica Parker Cynthia Nixon and Kristen Davis, who starred as Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte, respectively, all posted on social media about the new series, which appears to be called Just Like That, and will apparently let fans know where the three iconic characters are now. What? Mm-hmm. You know, Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker had a falling out. It's, That's messed up. It's beef. But I'm so excited. I'm so excited, too. Although S- Samantha was my favorite character. I know. I love Samantha. It won't be the same without her. It won't be the same without her. Are they going to say she died? Because remember, she had cancer. <gasps> OMG. They better not kill off Samantha. I know. What if they kill her off? Remember, she had cancer. The article also mentioned Kim Cattrall. 
Mm-hmm. And it says, you know, Kim Cattrall, who starred as Samantha Jones in the original series and its two follow-up movies, did not post about the revival on social media and is not expected to participate in the new series. That's sad. I'm still excited. I'll obviously still watch it, but Samantha really did make that show. I totally agree. So Ashley, as she mentions, is like the queen of finding people on social media. She really is. This is not just self-proclaimed. I am here to back up every one of her claims. I told Ashley three pieces of information about Nube's (laughs) ex-girlfriend. And Ashley found her on social media so fast. I didn't need, I couldn't even get the third fact out. Basically (laughs) is how fast you found her. So Ash, you know, Nube thinks you're like the funniest person in the world. Nube actually wants to be your friend. Like you cannot believe. Well, he has to be nice to you and then I'll think about it. Ooh, make sure you timestamp this so he can hear it on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I told him that you found her and you said, want me to send you her page? And I said, no, because I didn't want to get all insecure about it. Mm -hmm. And it's true. Do you feel like if you see like, well, you don't know what this feeling is. You fucking Deshaun hasn't had an ex-girlfriend ever, but maybe in college. Well, I know you don't feel like this, but I'm going to share with you. I feel like (laughs) sometimes when you know a man has been with a dope woman before, it makes me feel insecure. It makes me feel like I'm not so much of a prize or I'm not so special or I'm not so whatever because he does this. Mm. At first, I didn't get what you were saying, but now when you said it like that, I I can see I can see that, right? Like you're just like yeah, like you appreciate that he. Because has- at first, you're thinking, well, no, if he's if he deals with dope bitches, and you're that that means that you're a dope bitch, so you should feel great. But then when you said it like that, I get it because you know you're a dope bitch. But knowing that you're not the first dope bitch and that he just has dope bitches, it's like oh shit, me being a dope bitch isn't quite good enough. <laughs> Correct. And then, yeah, I get what you're saying. Also, my friend being you being impressed by her and thinking she's so cool and have already maybe. Hold on. Oh, you're putting 10 on the two. What? Did I act like she was so cool? You acted like her, her business was really dope. Well, yeah, because that's how I I narrowed it down through her business because I knew of her business. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but you I was already speaking followed about her. her. You already followed. I her did business. already follow her. But you're business, already a so. fan of her. Like you, my best no. friend was already a fan of you of his ex girlfriend. Yeah, <gasps> you know. I'm sorry. And so I started, and I I shared it with him. I was like, you know, I Ashley already followed her, and like I didn't really Not want her. her you filed her business and I didn't yeah. really want to know about it because I didn't want to feel insecure. And he was like, nothing about her should make you feel insecure. And I was like, Oh, that's nice. Wow. And honestly, yeah. it made me feel really good. It made me yeah. feel like, okay, it's actually my insecurity to deal with, not his preference or his liking. Yeah. Like, he likes incredible women. He sees me on the same level as her. My friend, you know, might think yeah. she's cool, but my friend loves me more because she's my best. Yeah, so exactly. it's like, you think yeah. she's cool, but you think I'm really cool. I, you're way cooler than her. <laughs> way cooler. I started to think back about like the, the certain things in his house. Uh-oh. I realized that things about his home that are pretty dope might yeah. be things that she oh, no. put him on to. Oh, no. 
like a candle or something. Bitch, exactly. Because most men don't know about good candles. Typically, it's a woman who has put them onto it in the past and then they like it. Ash, any man that has diptyque candles, it Mm -hmm. typically came from a woman. Yeah. And the crazier part is that all of his diptyque candles were different scents, which means that she put him onto one and then he was trying he's all trying others he's trying others he's just like the brand now but he doesn't necessarily want to like the same candle as her which is positive because he's trying to move on also or like i don't know coco chanel table books coco chanel table books okay like maybe that's it was a just, lot maybe it was just like a chanel one but either way you know men don't yeah a man shouldn't have a chanel he needs to have like tom ford or like that dope rolex book or something he like that did have the dope rolex one too yeah i love that yeah, yeah yeah so not only did he have the candles and the coffee table books he also had like a good guest bathroom hand soap like an aesop hand soap yeah that's what i will say i'll say i don't even know how to pronounce that brand aesop yeah i would say typically i see that more like in restaurants so i don't think that's her i think that he washed his hands at Tao and was like oh i like this (laughs) dead dead okay so fine we'll take the hand soap away from her but we're gonna have to give her the table books and we're gonna have to give her the candles yes um but fine he also just has overall incredible taste so it could not even be her at all but it's just like now once you made me aware of her being dope and then i started to think about the smaller dope items i was just like damn probably could find out what kind of candles she uses in her home (laughs) you're sick you are sick people put everything on social media you can find everything you need to know okay can you do some research and just let me know next week yes i had a psycho mode moment this week with deshaun and i need your opinion on this because i don't know maybe it's just me but i feel like most women would feel this way but please check me if i'm wrong Okay, go ahead. It always bothers me when he tries to have sex with me before he's going somewhere. Mm. I don't like it. Like if he has plans to go out to dinner with his friends or he has to go here or there. I don't like you to try and have sex with me and then go somewhere. Like if you're going to have sex with me, you're going to stay here. (laughs) You are not going to me and leave me. Yeah, I don't like it. Something about it, it makes me feel like a hoe. Like I'm just getting left. <laughs> Honestly, when that happened, I used to feel like you were rocking me to sleep. Like yeah. you wanted to just put me to sleep so that you could go do whatever it is that you want to do. I'm not here for it. So you f- you don't like it either. No. We'll have to, maybe we do our weekly digest this week on this. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a great clubhouse room, Ashley. It is. But no, I agree with you. I think I shared a story with you uh, before when we first started the podcast about how I had gotten in a flight fight with my ex-boyfriend about some girl and he had like yeah. denied, 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 and then denied again. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, tried to make it up with me. We fought, we cried, we yelled, we argued, we had sex, we laid down to go to sleep. And then I got woken up by like the sound of the shower and then him yeah. getting dressed. Don't and you I'm, hate it? And it, especially <laughs> if they don't say anything, you just hear the shower go on and you're like, huh? Where are you going? <laughs> you just hop out the bed like, huh? Huh? Thought our night was over. I just put you to bed. <laughs> or so I thought. So I thought. 
So it's like, and it's also like, where are you going? No, for real. I know we asked that question, but the question really is, where are you going? Yeah, because I would never do that. How would a man feel, Ashley? How would Deshaun feel? If you just- well, men are different because they probably just want to have sex. They don't really care when it is. Yeah, that's true. Do you think? No, yeah, that's true. I guess because I don't women, think a man would care. I guess as a woman, you want to like lay down and you want to cuddle and you want to yeah, fall, like, want to fall asleep on your chest, yeah, and I want to do all the those intimacies, things. the things. Oh. It's all this. Yeah, we need. And then now you just have to hop up. No, 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 no. So I got mad. I went a little bit psycho. Do you do you feel like you maybe didn't put it down like you thought you put it down when a man could just get up and go? Oh, no, I know I put it down. I'm just I'm gonna put it down. You're gonna fall in love. I'm gonna put it down. Now you gonna fall in love. I'm like, what song is that? Do you know that song? I'm gonna put it down. Play a part and maybe we could fall in love. Is that brandy? Yes, it's brand new. Yeah. So what does Ashley turning into a psycho even look like? Here's the thing. She's she her bark is worse than her bite. <laughs> it's psycho Ashley the same as crazy mom. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Psycho Ashley was was crazy mom before she became crazy mom. There was psycho Ashley. <sighs> then psycho Ashley had children. She transformed into crazy mom. You see, God. every once in a while, Psycho Ashley will pop back in if something needs to happen. Like if I need to find this girl for you, I turn into a psycho. Or if I want to know why Deshaun is getting up after having sex, I turn into a psycho. (laughs) Okay, so like crazy mom threatens to like give you a spanking. Psycho Ashley threatens to change the locks. No, I've never been much of a lock changer. I just cop an attitude mostly and then say like some outrageous shit like don't ever touch me again or something. I'm never having sex with you again. I say something ridiculous that is not true. He's like, oh, great. Here's crazy. Psycho Ashley again. Here she goes. The same way, the same way your kids go. Oh, no. Crazy mom. Crazy mom. Yeah. Ashley's bark. She, um. I'm I'm a hot mess. You definitely though have have definitely I've been on the phone with you where you threatened to change the locks, but not change the locks, but just like I'm not gonna let you back in when you come home. <laughs> you think? Yeah, you told it me. It must be in my psychosis that yeah. I say it. I don't even know I say it because I'm not aware of that. Yeah, you told them one time if he went to Vegas, if he came home, you wouldn't let him back in. Oh yeah. <laughs> So that sounds that sounds like something I would say. I wanted to tell Psycho Ashley that he has the garage code, but you know, know. there's that. Um, you can definitely get back in. And are you really changing the locks? Like that's the whole thing. Yeah. <gasps> Did I ever tell you the story when I got the locks changed on me? Oh no. Who did that? Sis, yes, his mom did while he was oh, out of town. Sick move. Sick move. So I went to work. I came home from work, walked in, like waved to the doorman. They're like, hey, Ashley. It's like, all right, cool. I go up, get up the elevator, pull out my key and I go to the door. And first of all, there's like a Christmas reef on the door. And I'm like, we didn't have a Christmas reef on our door. So I automatically go back to the elevator like I got off on the wrong floor. Yeah. So I like, go to press the elevator door button again. But when the elevator door opens, it says 30th floor. That's our floor. So I'm like, hmm. But his mom was always pretty involved in, in everything in his life. And mm-hmm. so I uh, 
was like, maybe she came and like dropped off Christmas decorations. I put my key into the door and it like wouldn't turn. It wouldn't go left. It wouldn't go right. I like had to like wiggle it back out the, out the lock. I'm like, what the f-? So I try again and I'm like, all right, let me just go talk to the doorman. Cause this is very weird. So I go downstairs and I'm like, Hey, um, my key is not working. And there's a reef on the door Was someone here today. And they're like, yeah. Oh, his mom came. She also had the locks changed. She gave us the new keys and she said to not give them to anybody but him. And I was like, wait, you didn't want to say that when you saw me walking in, like you knew this before. You they knew I wasn't going to be able to get in the house. You knew that. You know what I mean? And maybe they assumed that maybe she had reached out to me and given me right. my own key and like whatever. Like right. maybe she was worried okay. about his guest yeah. or something. And I was like, wait, not even me? And he was like, we were specifically instructed not to give the key to anyone but him. And I was like, okay, hang on. So I picked up the phone and I called him. He's like, hey, babe. I'm like, hi, babe. Um, Did your mom tell you she was coming by today? And he was like, yeah, she told me she might. I was like, did she tell you she was changing the locks? He was like, what do you mean she changed the locks? I said, no, she changed the locks and I can't get in. He's like, well, how's I supposed to get in? Where's the key? I said, they're at the front desk. He said, well, get it. I said, she also left specific instructions that they cannot give the key to anyone but you. He was like, man, put them on the phone. Oh, dang. I put him on the phone with the doorman and he was like, give her a key. Give her a key right now. And he was so upset. Uh, and they gave me the key and they're like, we're so sorry, Miss Ashley. Like, we just were following instructions, like, blah, 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 blah. Did he ever say anything to his mom? Of course not. I know. That's what I was saying. I was like, but that's the only person he got mad at. He didn't say nothing to his mom about nothing. Nothing about nothing about nothing yeah. about nothing. All he yelled at was the doorman. Like it was the doorman's fault that you can't control. Definitely not. <laughs> I don't know. That's a funny story. I mean, that's not really funny. It's I mean, it's like, funny in retrospect now and should have been like the biggest sign ever that his mother would actually be what ultimately separates us. But it's unfortunate that as a young girl, I was probably like 25, 26. Yeah. That's... You know, working all day, thinking I'm coming home and like can't get in. Like, huh? That's crazy. What? It was crazy. Ash, it's your time to pick a meme of the week. This week's had me dying laughing <laughs> when I saw it. So I just want to bring it up. I don't have a lot of dialogue because I would like to think I've never participated in this, but I've I'm sure I have. So the Dear Young Queen meme of the week is dropping your homegirl off to a dick appointment is sex trafficking. Stay woke. (laughs) It's funny that you said that. Like, I don't necessarily know if I've ever done it like that exact action before. Right. But Mm -hmm. how about when you're out and about and you know your homegirl is leaving to go meet up with a guy for a dick appointment? Have you been in that situation before? For sure. (laughs) I feel like I may have dropped you off to dinner before too, which technically I don't know that. I don't think you had sex with that guy because he was annoying to us both. <gasps> you definitely, definitely dropped me off to dinner and definitely didn't drop me off to a dick appointment. That no, was, that not, was dinner, so that was, not the same. Oh my God. He annoyed us both. I remember that was the night when I was like, so if he's so annoying to you, why are you still going? But I was like, okay, bye, have fun, eat something good for me. So, anyways, back to back to our yeah. meme, back to our meme of the week. Yeah, have you ever been somewhere where your homegirl like rushes out? I think I'm usually the homegirl that does this, but yeah. you're like, um, we're having so much fun here. Why are you leaving to go hang out mm-hmm. with a guy right now? 
Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Dick is more fun. <laughs> um, just kidding. Uh, yeah, it's happened to me. You do this to me all the time. I do. <laughs> I don't. I sometimes maybe don't come back to your house when I tell you that I'm coming and might stay at an appointment, but like I never. You're disappointing my kids all the time. <laughs> Just disappointing. They come running down the stairs. They're like, Ashley, Ashley. Ashley is nowhere to be found, ladies. She did not make it back here last night. How do you explain that to them? I know. I'll be like, oh, she. I think she stayed at her other friend's house last night. She'll come home later. Her stuff is still here. <laughs> She'll come home later. Her stuff is still here is A. A plus. That's she- funny. I'm trying to think if even in my youth did I ever drop any friends off to a Oh, dinner. I definitely did it like in college. What? Oh yeah, I can remember that. I had this, this is, is how you could story. only get your car on weekends after ten o'clock no, or that something. That was just my freshman year. Oh, okay, that. okay. After yeah. that, you were f-ing chauffeuring dick appointments. This is see why your dad didn't want you to have your car? It was so funny because I I know, right? I had a friend in college, so we both were dating Kappas at the same time. The Kappas had a house off campus. You know, they had their own house. Okay. And so we were both dating Kappas for a while. So we would like go over there together. You know what I mean? Because the, both the guys lived in the house. Mm-hmm. Well, I stopped talking to the guy, but my friend kept dating her guy. So on occasion, I would 100% just drop her off at the house. <laughs> I was no longer welcome. <laughs> Yeah, this is not a safe space for me any longer. Were you ever trying to get the tea on her? Like if anybody else was there with a the guy or you like were over him and you didn't care? What do you mean? We're 19 year old girls. You think we weren't spilling tea left and right? I knew every girl that went up in, the, in there. But the good thing is I was over the guy actually. So it didn't like affect me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That is so funny. So yeah, yeah, you were a dick appointment chauffeur. I, I was. I never was. So for the ladies of the people that are listening, head over to Dear Young Queen and ask Ashley where this meme now is and post it to your stories and ask for the best dick appointment drop-off stories. Can you top mine? The the drop-off at the Kappa house. Ooh, yeah. Can you beat Ashley's Kappa drop-off dick appointment? Have you dropped off your friends somewhere better than the Kappa frat house? A drop-off to the Kappa frat house, Ashley, is certainly sex trafficking. I would love to hear if anyone can top it. A hundred percent. What time is it? It's question time. What time is it? It's question time. I can't figure out if your delay is because you don't have rhythm or if it's the delay in me saying it. Which is it? It's probably a little bit of both. <laughs> I'd be like waiting for you to pick up right away and you'd be like, it's question time. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. I expect more from you. I just expect more from you. Is Okay, really- let me try again. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> what time is it? It's question time. What time is it? It's question time. Okay. Okay, gosh. Okay. I think I need the music. I, and it's like, then Gary put the music on, but I'm always off. I need to hear the music in my head. Bum, 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 bum. All right. I'm just keep doing. It's what? question time. 
I, I gotta say what time is it first? Oh yeah. <laughs> I know what time is it? It's quiz question time. What time is it? It's question time. <laughs> we'll keep working. We'll just we'll okay. just keep working on I it. I think okay. that was better. Okay, great. All right, great. Yeah. Ashley. Yeah. First question for you. Kind yeah. of. I feel like this question comes out of literally nowhere considering all the topics we talked about today. Okay. But do you own a gun? Slash, would you get one? I don't own a gun myself, but there are guns in my home. Mm-hmm. And I am not opposed to owning a gun, but I probably need to take more lessons. You know, I want to be able to fully know how to use the gun properly. Guns are a little bit scary to me, but ultimately in this world that we're living in, I think it's kind of important to be able to protect yourself because you never know what's going to happen. So, yeah. I, I thought about it because I saw that you and Deshaun and a couple other friends had went to yeah. this, like the gun desert. It looked like it looked like it a was gun ring. Tense. Yeah. And so it looked like a lot. It looked super cool. And they're like, oh, wow, look at Ashley. She's a yeah. G.I. Jane in it. But also, like, I know you and your personality. And I'd like, was it fun? Did you see who I was with? Deshaun. Exactly. He forced me to do it. Oh, he did. <laughs> Yeah. And then I shot it like one time. I'm like, okay, I'm good. That was great. He was like, no, come on. (laughs) Like he went, you know. Yeah. He wants you to know where we live in. You should know how to use a gun if you need to, to protect yourself. My first question for you is that we have talked a little bit about when we feel we should introduce Bayes to the podcast. But the other side of that is when do you think is a good time to introduce Bay to social media. Well, I'll have you know that they'll certainly get introduced to the podcast before they get introduced to social media. (laughs) Because I'm able to control how much details are given about him or them or whoever Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the podcast. But social media gives, I feel like, opens up a level of access to them that anybody could figure it out. Okay. figure out anything they want about them. So I do think it has to be done in phases. I love girls who don't expose their significant other. I think it's kind of cool that they live happy lives and like you don't really know who their partner is and there's no like scrolling through his Instagram to find all of his flaws or mistakes. And like, it's kind of cool. Now, I yeah. also like girls who post their, their partner, but never tag him or put his put his at name. I have a dear young queen meme that says when you finally post your man and immediately girls start following him. Oh, you hoes are messy, messy. <laughs> don't follow my man. And that's just the way I feel about interest, introducing a beta social media is that the people have been waiting so long for me to like have my next boyfriend or have a man or like single queen out here. Like the moment that I do find a man, people are running to his social media to find out more about him. They are doing their deep research. They are clicking. They're going to end up on his cousin's cousin's best friend's mother's page. And I just don't feel like I want to have enough um, that many people into my personal life. But I will say that Nube and I had a conversation and he was talking about his next relationship. And he was like, you know, I want my next relation to to be something that I'm not afraid to share publicly. Like I want to post my girl and I want to be proud to like, like to be in a relationship. And when he shared it like that, from that perspective, and is like, you realize that there's a man that is also interested in proclaiming his love. It kind Mm -hmm. of opened up a space for me to imagine that I might be less 
anti and that I might be into it a little bit. But I also think that his social media is like so clean and like makes him look so good that it would yeah. make it makes it more comfortable for the right. world. He doesn't have a lot to hide. He doesn't have a lot to hide. Right. Anyways, <laughs> let's we gotta wrap this thing up. We were we've been yeah. going long. Our podcasts have been getting longer and longer. I did talk to a few people. It feels like 40 to 50 minutes is the right length for us. That they were oh. saying like 30 minutes feels so short and they hate it. Interesting. Drop it in the comments, guys. Drop it in the comments. Yeah, let us know. Okay, Ashley, let's take it a little bit more sexual. Mm-hmm. I feel like men's opinions on this vary. And since we don't have any men on the show, I feel like I can just ask you and you should tell me what Deshaun likes. And that's how this will work. <laughs> Deshaun is our resident male opinion and whatever right. he says goes, I guess. Right. Um, does Deshaun like when you wear lingerie? I think he probably likes it, but it's not something that he like asks for or puts it out there that he would like me to do it more or anything like that. But listen, he's lucky if he gets matching like PJ sets or something like that <laughs> at this point. I typically just end up in one of his t-shirts and some underwear and call it a night. <laughs> <laughs> Did that happen as you got spent more time longer and longer together as the kids came into your life or like what did you used to keep it sexy? I did keep it sexy at one point. So first we met when we were pretty young, when like lingerie wasn't necessarily like a thought in my mind. Mm -hmm. And then there was a period of time where I tried to do like sexy things. Like this one time I even made him a sexy book. I did a sexy photo shoot and it was like a whole book of the photos of me. Fire. So yeah, I've done that stuff in the past, but I think if he was a man that was like, oh, babe, like, oh, I bought you some lingerie or, oh, I would love it if you put on lingerie. Of course I would do it, but he's, he's never asked me for that. I feel like I've heard a lot men who basically say, you don't need to put that shit on. All I'm going to do is take it off anyway. Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, don't rush. It's really pretty inexpensive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What a waste of money. What a waste. Okay. So the final question of this episode is going to you, Ash. Give it to me. (laughs) Do you think foreplay is a must? I think I might consider myself a big foreplay person, actually. I feel like sex is something that's not just sexual, but sensual. Mm -hmm. Remember I had said before on one of the questions that you asked me that like, that's a real exchange of energy and it's the act that creates children. And like, you know what I mean? Like I do see it as a big thing. I feel like sex is the main event and Mm -hmm. every main event has opening acts, (laughs) right? That's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like in order for the main event to be set up properly, you need Mm -hmm. the opening acts. I feel you, my G. I think that it not only does it get like your blood flowing and you're, you know, like it gets other mm-hmm. pieces of you really going. It gets you going. It gets you going so that by the time the main event happens, you're like in a whole different mode than you were before the foreplay started. Now right. there's the side of you that isn't present that the lady in the, sh- in the streets part of you has literally slowly disappeared with all of the foreplay. <laughs> and now you're just left yeah. with 
a freak in the sheets. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lady in the streets, freak in the sheets. But guess what? If you don't do that foreplay, you're going to still end up a little bit with that lady. And it's like, I don't know if you want only her. Don't you want to get to the She's real? kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> She's not as fun. You better unlock the freak in the sheets. Right. Uh, and this goes back to the men loving hoes. There's a hoe in all of us. You just have to unlock it because most of us keep it under wraps. Correct. Yeah. A lot of us regular girls are fun too, guys. Yeah, just put in a little <laughs> bit of work to bring it out. Yeah. Hello. Hello. So, yes, to any uh, current base listening and any yeah. future base listening, foreplay is a must for Ashley. So okay. just know that. Now you know, and so do I. Well, Ash, episode 16 in the books. We're killing it. This is a labor of love. It is a labor of love, <laughs> but one I would not want to do with anybody not other a- than you. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you, friend. Yes, you're welcome, <laughs> friend. So it's not just because my name's also Ashley and played into the title. Mm, no, that's no, not. <laughs> so, Ash, until next week, sis, I will see you later. Bye. Bye. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ask Ashley Podcast. And if you want to connect with us, you can find our website at www.askashleypodcast.com. If you're looking to connect with us personally, you can find me, Ashley W., at Dear Young Queen. And you can find Ashley N. at Ashley North Style.